Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Wednesday, it is December 26th, it's 2018, and we have 10 basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. Joined by my buddy, Jennifer07. How are you doing, Grant? I'm doing just great. It's Christmas. I won some money on basketball, spent some time eating food, played Settlers of Catan. I'm, I'm having a great day. Nice. Yeah, I did not make uh, money in basketball today. Uh, if you listen to the, the Christmas Day podcast... You knew I was going back to the well, and Gordon Hayward did not work out. Um, uh, I have no comment on the situation. Like he dudded, and Gerald Green dudded. I faded the the Curry dud, but uh, you know it was just I had I had some decent teams with like every team had a dud on it, and it was just it was unbeatable. Um, it was just one of those one of those days. Yeah, yeah, you know that'll happen. But got to you know spend some time with family, play Christmas golf like always. Played some Risk, um, finished second to my dad in Risk, which, which I thought I was going to be the first one eliminated from the game, and somehow I stayed uh, into and finished second. But yeah, it was it was it was good times. But um, yeah, we're, we're wrapping up Christmas night, uh, recording the podcast night before, like we usually do. Uh, we got a lot to talk about here with ten games. If you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there, check them out. It's FantasyDraft.com. They have their $10,000 pick-and-roll NBA contest up, 13-entry max, $25 buy-in. Um, awesome contest over there. You know, the the roster construction, I say it every day, three guards, three forwards slash centers, and two utilities. There's no roster construction like it in the industry. So if you are maybe struggling on Fantasy or FanDuel or DraftKings, um, maybe it's time to check out Fantasy Draft. Uh, give them some love. Like I said, awesome sponsors of the podcast. Let's jump in, Grant. We got a lot to talk about. Let's start with my Orlando Magic, Phoenix at Orlando, 208.5 total. Both these teams look like they're at full strength. Orlando favored by four and a half in this game. Not really a pace up spot for either team. Uh, the Magic's implied team total uh, about four points higher than their season average. We know Phoenix Suns not the greatest defensive team, and we know they struggle with centers. Is this the spot to play Vucevic? Yes, yes, absolutely. It's about to play Vucevic. Um, the one reason why you may not do it is because of how many other good spots there are for centers today. But um, he's got to be in probably the top three, I would assume, on a very strong center slate. So I plan on playing Vuce. And then, I mean, with Phoenix's bad defense, I don't mind playing Gordon or Fournier here. Uh, Fournier's price isn't bad. Gordon, I generally like my up-pace matchups. But Going against this bad of a defensive team, I'm fine with rolling with them. Uh, all three of these guys grayed out as good picks. I don't know if they're my favorite on the board, but they're all very good plays. Yeah, I, I like some pieces here. Um, uh, you know, we always start with the visiting team. I started with the Magic, obviously. We'll go back to Phoenix here in a second. But, yeah, I like Vooch. I don't mind Gordon in this spot. Um, I don't even hate, like, DJ Augustine. I know his minutes are all over the place, um, but he's super cheap, and we don't have a ton of value yet. We'll have to see how the value plays out, but Phoenix has been really, really struggling against point guards this season, so I don't hate DJ Augustine. 
I think if he got 30 minutes in this game, you know, his minutes in close games have been in the 30s almost all season. Put up 28 fantasy points in the first meeting um, when they were in Phoenix. So I don't hate DJ Augustine thinking this game stays close and he plays around 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, I don't hate the call. I mean, but I'm, I'm assuming some value will open up tomorrow. But if not, then I'm fine with playing Augustine. All right, let's go back to the Phoenix side of things. Um, you know, not not the best matchup, not the worst matchup here. What do you like here for Phoenix? I mean, I'm not really in love with anything. I mean, Aton's been killing it lately, but there's just too many strong centers on the slate. Booker's fine, and I don't hate his price tag here. I mean, he could go off for a big day- game, but, like, there, there's two or three games that we're getting to later on that are just absolutely fantastic games to stack with a bunch of individual pieces that I think all are either cheaper or just better plays. Like, Booker, Aiden, and Warren are all very much in play here, but they don't stand out as the best plays on the slate by any means here. Um, it's not the best matchup. It's not the worst matchup. Like, nothing really stands off the page here, but Booker, Aiden, and Warren are all in play. They're just not the best plays. Yeah, I wish we knew what kind of, like, minutes Ubre was going to play, but I-, I do like this spot for Warren at 6,100. Uh, his price came down after shooting um 18 from the field against brooklyn the other night uh they're still on the road here they're still on this like east coast swing but you know a matchup for the ma- the magic is a good matchup for warren so I-, I do like this spot for tj warren he's certainly somebody that i'm looking at this slate on this slate at 6100 um it's kind of it i don't really have anything else to add like none of these like extremely cheap guys like bridges or anybody stands out to me at all yeah yeah right there with you and something to note is like warren he did only put up 15 points in that matchup, but that was after he played, what, 50 minutes the night before? Looks yeah. like. He I was, mean, he was probably guessed. Yeah, on a back-to-back, that, that, that'll that get you. Washington at Detroit, 221.5. Uh, Detroit's favored by 4.5 in this game. Otto Porter is out. Dwight Howard is out. And then Ish Smith is out on the Detroit side. Let's start with Washington. Uh, what are we looking at here on the Washington side of things? I mean, probably just Wall and Beal. I mean, maybe maybe Jeff Green, if you really need some value savings here. It's not the worst day in the world. He should be in for some minutes here. But, I mean, I don't I don't know if I'm rolling with Ariza here. Like, I I just I – don't, I don't know. I mean, he, he's been doing well lately, and obviously his one bad game came on a back-to-back, and he should be in for a decent amount of minutes here. His price tag isn't bad, and Porter's – is Porter out? Porter's out, right? Yeah. Yeah, Porter's out. Yeah, just making sure. Um. Yeah, I mean, like it'd probably just be wall and deal for me, and then maybe take a shot on a reason green. I mean, more of my interest is on the other side of the ball, but like it, it's just not a fantastic spot for either of these guys, and it's not a terrible spot. But I, as I will say multiple times, there's two games that I'm really looking forward to later. Yeah, like Detroit is really struggling against point guards this season. It's something to note. They're 26 in defensive efficiency against point guards. It's been their main struggle all year wall has been way better at home than on the road this season uh something else to note he's averaging almost 13 fantasy points more at home than on the road um it could just be be matchups but that is definitely something to kind of pay attention to um don't mind beal like you said ariza's gonna play minutes um you know like you like you said is one bad one bad game since coming over to Washington was after playing 54 minutes against Phoenix. Uh, he only took five shots in that game. 
he only played 28 minutes in that game. He had played 36 minutes plus in each of the first three games with Washington. So I, I think Ariza is a nice little floor play. Uh, I don't know necessarily what type of ceiling he has, but the floor is high. Um, all right, let's talk about the Detroit side of things. We know that this Washington team cannot stop big men. Um, Drummond and Griffin should have field days here. It's just it's all about getting the right one. I mean, uh, honestly, like they have a 113 implied total. I wouldn't be surprised if either of these guys went off or both went off. Like Griffin and Drummond are just two of the best plays on the entire slate. I mean, Griffin hasn't been great the last two games, but before that he was just the absolute model of consistency, putting up 40 points every single game for like, I don't know what, an entire month. Um, I, I think Griffin's a safer play. Drummond's probably the higher upside play here. I mean, he can absolutely have just a – field day with these wizards here like he he's the reason why i'm probably not playing boosts too much uh he's an absolute lock and load his price is up there but it's absolutely worth it here drummond should smash here yeah i love this spot for drummond uh you know this is a an excellent spot i think you could pair drummond with reggie jackson in this spot too uh jackson still very favorable price wise ish smith out he should play you know, good 30 minutes in this game. Um, Drummond's been really good at home this season. We know that when we when we look at Washington, they've really – like, John Wall just doesn't play defense. If you guys have watched this team at all this season, John Wall just doesn't play defense. They're 28th in defensive efficiency overall as a team. They're 28th against point guards. Like, this is an excellent spot for Drummond. It's a good spot for Blake. It's a really good spot for Reggie Jackson. Um I really do like attacking Detroit here when we look at their implied team total being the third highest on the slate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Um, Bullock or any of these cheap guys stand no. out to you all for Detroit? No, no. I mean, nothing. No, no one really stands out as a great play here other than those three guys. Yeah. They, for me, they would just need to be cheaper. Like if Bullock was like 4K here, I think I'd take a shot, but not, you know, his prices come up a little bit. He has those randomly really good games where he shoots, you know, really good from the field. But I just don't know if this is the spot I would play him. Yep, yeah, yeah, rather right with you. Charlotte at Brooklyn, two twenty and a half total. Brooklyn favored by one. Crab is out. Levert is out. Charlotte's good to go health wise. Um, let's start with the Charlotte side of things. You know, what are we looking at here? Um, I love playing centers against Brooklyn. Is this the spot? That maybe on a on a, a site like um, fantasy draft that we could play Cody Zeller at really cheap price tag or are you really worried about these minutes just kind of disappearing? I mean, I'm not really a seller Zeller guy. I mean, I've probably played him once or twice this entire season. He's not a guy that I really want to go to. The matchup is pretty good here, but it's just not not a guy I really want to roll with. Um, I'm not going to argue with it off the mat or at all. The matchup's obviously great, but he's. I just don't play him, so I, I I want to hear you talk, you know, to him because the only guy I have interest in is Walker here, and that's that's pretty much it over on the Charlotte side of the ball. I think if I was gonna take a shot on like one of the centers, it's probably Hernan Gomez. Like he's crushed the last couple of matchups that Zeller's been in foul trouble against Boston and Detroit. Like if they give him twenty minutes of run again in this matchup against Brooklyn, he could pay off this thirty seven hundred dollar price tag. So. I think I would attack the ceiling, but I, I honestly I don't hate Zeller. Um, this Brooklyn team is just so bad against centers. If Zeller 
stays out of foul trouble here and gets his minutes back. Um, you know, I, I want to be ahead of the field on that type of thing. So uh, I don't mind taking a shot on Hernan Gomez if I'm running a bunch of lineups, and I, I don't hate Cody Zeller here. Um, and then, like you said, Kimba Kimba's the guy you're looking at from Charlotte. He's he's the best player on this team, uh, hands down. So definitely don't hate him in this matchup. Yep. Uh, the Brooklyn side of things, you know, it's it's either Russell or Dinwiddie. Like, it's so tough to figure out which one of these guys on a nightly basis it's going to be. Um, they both have really good matchups. What are you doing here with Brooklyn? Yeah, I mean, I'll probably end up using quite a bit of both these guys, but just never really in the same lineup. I don't mind Jared Allen in this lineup. I mean, he's been a guy that I go to so often lately. It's just not been working out great, but... Uh, he's still a guy that, I mean, if the minutes are there, the the points could easily be there. And, I mean, going up against Charlotte, it's definitely possible. But it's really just Russell and Dinwiddie are the two guys that I'm really looking at here. I don't mind either of them. Like, you just you pick one and you throw it into your lineup. Russell's the guy with a much higher upside. Dinwiddie is a little bit cheaper. But the chances of both these guys going off in the same game aren't real likely. But... The implied total of 111 is high enough where I'm willing to roll the dice on either of these guys. Um, Man, like this Kirkus guy, you know, it's I, I want to play this guy because of the minutes, but the minutes are so all over the place. We know Crab is out. If Man, he's so cheap at 4,600 if he plays 30 minutes and gets his double-digit shot attempts. It's just – it's really tough to trust him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but it all depends on what uh, salary savers open up on the slate. I mean, if there's not a whole lot that open up, then that can be a little bit of a problem here. Um, but, like, if salary opens up, I don't think there's any real need to go there. If it doesn't, then, yeah, I think you can take a shot on him on a slate where there's not a ton of guys that are super cheap here. So, I mean, the upside's been there lately when he's gotten the minutes. You just – you said it, like – if he doesn't get the minutes, then we're probably not getting too much from him. Yeah, it's all about the minutes for him. And, you know, we didn't mention Marvin Williams on the other side of this game. He's been playing really solid basketball. He struggled in the Boston game, was one for nine from the field. But don't hate maybe playing Marvin Williams on the other side of this game. Um, I, I just I kind of glanced over him when we were talking about the Charlotte side of things. Yeah, I mean, I – Again, I rarely play anyone on Charlotte but Walker, so I'm not the best. Like, I play Walker and I play Lane occasionally when it's the right spot, and that's about it. So I'm not the best guy to talk to about the rest of the Charlotte guys. All right, Toronto at Miami. Uh, no total in this one. It sounds like Ibaka's going to play um, from what the coach was saying. Valanciunas is out. Gordon Drogic is out. Um, with, with Ibaka back, what are we doing here with Toronto against Miami? I mean, no one stands up the page. Lowry's in play, Leonard's in play, Siakam's in play, Ibaka's in play. None of them are great plays. I don't think I'll end up with a single Toronto player in any of my lineups in salary cap. So, like, we don't have a line on this. I'm guessing the line doesn't come out real high here, and it just doesn't seem like a spot I really want to attack. Um, there's too many other good spots on the slate. Like, if you're paying 9.5K for a guy, or Leonard's not the guy I'm probably going to be paying for. Um, with this team at full health and with everyone in there, well, besides Valentinus, um, I, I just don't really see a need to go with any of these guys. Yeah, I, I don't like this game. Like, this whole game, like, I don't mind playing Richardson uh, when Drogic is out. He's probably 
the only guy that I have a little interest in here. Um, you know, Tyler Johnson's probably priced appropriate. I just I really don't like this game. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, Jay Rich is the only guy I'm thinking about in this entire game here. His price tag is just too cheap there on the other side without Dragic in there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with Xing this game off outside of Jay Rich. All right. Um, that was a quick one. That gives us more time to talk about other games. Uh, Pacers, Hawks, 217.5 total. Um, Pacers favored by 8.5 in this game. Tyreek Evans is questionable. On the Atlanta side of things, this could get ugly. John Collins is questionable. Alex Lynn is questionable, and Prince is already ruled out. Um, obviously, the big news here is John Collins. We'll talk about that in just a second. What are we doing here with the Pacers? I mean, with the Pacers, they're getting a giant pace-up matchup with a great defensive matchup here. I think Oladipo is absolutely in play. I mean, we talked about Booker earlier. I would rather go with Oladipo at just 200 more. I mean, this is the best matchup you can pretty much get. Um Miles Turner, I think, is very much in place. Sabonis, I mean, it's not a great play. It's not a terrible play. He could obviously get it done against this Atlanta team. Bojan and Thad Young are in play. Like, pretty much everyone's in play here over on the indie side of the ball going up against Atlanta. They're a team that just generally goes at such a slow pace. But Old Debo is the guy that just absolutely stands off the page of me. He could end up with five steals here and just crush in every other facet of the game. Yeah, I definitely don't hate Old Depot in this spot. Miles Turner is absolutely crushing right now. Um, double doubles in four straight games. They're just giving him the run. Um, if Collins sits, like he 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 lines up as a really good play here. Um, so I really do like this spot for Turner. But I, I like I'm with you. I, I really like this spot for Old Depot. We know this is going to be a massive pace up spot. Like the Pacers get the biggest bump in pace. They get the biggest bump in implied team total compared to their season average and points uh so love oladipo in this spot uh, i think he could have a massive game here i don't know about really anybody else uh from the pacers like i don't hate bodanovich in a pace up spot i think he could 6x here i don't know if he would 8x in this spot but i don't mind how cheap bodanovich is as maybe playing him as you know a, a piece of this game yeah, I mean, like I said, that young might not be a terrible move either. He That's went on true. that tear where he just seemed to figure it out, and then he's been a little bit up or down lately. But, I mean, going against Atlanta is a perfect get-right spot. 5.6K for what he was doing just, what, two, three weeks ago, two weeks ago? Like, it, it's he could easily 7X here. Like, it, it's not outside the realm of possibility at all, and he could potentially 8X. Like 5,600 is too cheap, and he's not a guy that people want to play too often because of what he's been for the majority of the season. But if you are buying into what he's done lately and this matchup, then he's absolutely in play. All right, the Atlanta side of things, obviously we're going to wait on the John Collins news here. Um, You know, Lynn being questionable too. This could be a spot like Dwayne Dedman has to play like 30 minutes. And, you know, if Dwayne Dedman gets 30 minutes in this spot, he's going to mash. Yeah, yeah, no, he's the guy that I only really have interest in, and that's, I mean, mostly assuming Collins or Lynn or both are out here. Um, this just isn't a good matchup for the Hawks. Uh, going up against one of the best defensive teams in the league that plays at one of the slowest paces just doesn't seem like Bazemore going up against Oladipo. I don't really have any interest in him. Trey Young in a potential blowout going up against a tough matchup. Don't really have interest in him. It's, it's strictly, I think, Deadman here, and that's just – Strictly based on the viability of Collins or Len in this matchup. 
Yeah, it's more of just attacking because of the injuries. Um, you know, if Lynn, if Lynn and Collins sit, like it's a, that's a massive minute bump um, for Dwayne Dedman. Um, I don't hate Baysmore in tournaments. I, I talked about it a lot. His usage goes way up uh, with Prince off the floor. His minutes go up with Prince off the floor. I don't mind taking a tournament flyer on Baysmore, but it's really it for the Hawks. Um, Timberwolves and Bulls, no total in this game. We're waiting on this is this is the game we're waiting on all the injury news. This is a game that is either going to free up value or you know not, but we'll have to see how it plays out. You know, Derek Rose is questionable, Teague is out, Levine is questionable, Portis is out. Um, let's start with the Minnesota Timberwolves. What are we looking at here? I mean, if Derek Rose plays, then he's absolutely in play. Uh, Towns is in play regardless. Covington is an all right play. If Rose sits out, then Tyrus Jones becomes a great play and probably one of the chalk value plays on the slate or even maybe even Okaji you can take a shot on. But um, it's for me mostly I'll play Towns regardless. It's a good matchup for him. Um, he could crush. He hasn't been doing much lately. The only reason where I w- why I don't have a whole bunch of more interest in him is just because his Drummond is around the same price tag and it's tough to fit both of them into your lineup. But um, it's Towns with me. It's Rose if he's if we get the good to go sign beforehand, which this is Minnesota. So with Rose being questionable, there's always a decent chance they just decide to scratch someone else and say that Rose will play anyways, because um, that's Timberwolves. But yeah, it's 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 mostly Towns and Rose. And if Rose doesn't play, then Tyrus Jones. Yep. Um, really don't have much to add to that. You know, point guards and centers. This team, Chicago is. Bottom three in defensive efficiency against both those pot of, uh, both of those positions. So um, couldn't agree more with that. Um, the Chicago side of things, like the Bulls, they're kind of tough to figure out. Um, but like, if Levine continues to sit, like Dunn's usage is through the roof without Levine. Um, you know, marking it at seventy-seven, he's a guy that could go for forty plus. So I don't hate the upside for those two guys. Don't mind Holiday in this spot either. Um, this Minnesota team not really great against wing-type shooters, which Holiday takes the shots. He could be one of those type of guys if he gets his double digits up. But um, that's kind of what I'm looking at here for the Bulls. I, you know, Wendell Carter Jr. is a little interesting with Portis out, but he's just he's still not playing the minutes. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't know if I can completely trust Wendell Carter Jr. Um Justin Holiday, I mean, I assume he'd get Covington defense, right? So I don't know if I'd really want to play him. Um, so it's done and it's marking in for me if Zach Levine's out. Like both those guys, people aren't going to want to pay seven plus K for either of them, I don't think. Um, so both of them are in play. Both of them have huge upside here. The usage will be there. The minutes should be there. So um, those are really two guys I'm looking at it. And I honestly probably will only use them when I'm bringing it back with either Rose and or Towns. All right. Cleveland at Memphis, 196.5 total. Memphis favored by 10. Hood, Love, Nawaba, Thompson, all out on the Cleveland side of things. Memphis, Conley's probable. Um, this, wouldn't be the, this wouldn't be the craziest thing if, if we, we saw um, Memphis rest Conley here in this spot uh, against the battled-down uh, Cleveland team, but uh, we'll have to see how it all plays out. Let's talk Cleveland first. What are we looking at um, here against Memphis? Nance. 
I don't really want to play. Even with all the injuries, Memphis is obviously a terrible met matchup. Play at a slow play pace. It's in Memphis, so they'll be able to dictate it more. Cleveland doesn't play at a very good pace. They're, Memphis is a great defensive team. I mean, I know that there's a lot of guys out, but is there anyone that really interests you from Cleveland? This game stinks. Uh, yeah, this, this is another game that terrible. just stinks. Like 196.5 total. Like the Cleveland implied total here is ninety three point three. Um, it's like nine nine and a half points lower than the second lowest on the slate. Obviously, we don't have Miami and Toronto yet, and that that game should be pretty low. But like the worst pace, the pace downgrade here for Cleveland is the worst on the slate. Their implied team total is almost ten points lower than their season average. It, it's just this game screams stay away for me. And, like, I know Nance has been playing well. Clarkson and Sexton have been playing minutes. Um, I just – I can't roll the dice here. Like, Alec Burks is a little interesting, but, like, this is just a stay-away spot for me. Uh, if they if they crush in this spot, they crush. Like, the Memphis side, I don't hate Garrett Temple. He's been shooting the ball really well. Um, obviously, you need him to keep shooting well to get there, but at 4,500, I don't mind taking a shot on him. Yeah. I'm not. I don't saying. feel great about it. I, I don't feel great about it. I'm yes. just saying, like he's shooting really well right now, and when I'm all, I'm all for that. When shooters are feeling it, just play them. Yeah, shooters gonna shoot. I mean, I'm fine with that. Just we haven't gotten to the just beautiful games that we have on the slate. So I, if, if I don't have any excitement here for any of these guys, then you'll you'll know why in a second. Grant's just waiting for those West Coast games, like. Give me those late games. Here's one of them. New Orleans at Dallas. 228.5 total here. Dallas favored by 1.5. Miritic is out. Peyton's out. Matthews is questionable and DSJ is questionable. Varea is probable. Um, Dealing with that hamstring. But uh, New Orleans side of things. What are we looking at here on, on, on the Pelicans? Davis, Drew, Randall. All of them are fantastic plays here. I mean, without Miritic in there. We know uh, where everything's going. I mean, New Orleans is one of the easiest teams to figure out where to go with on any given slate. And it's even anytime a guy's out, you even know more, like just go with the rest of the guys. So it's Randall is obviously a fantastic play. I love his price tags a bit up there. You can absolutely crush it in any given matchup. Drew Holiday, I'm fine playing, paying 8.8K for him, knowing that I'm going to get a minimum of 40 points here and probably higher. And Davis... I mean, is the only real, like, he's the only real stud on this entire slate that we can pay up for, right? Yeah, I, I definitely um, don't hate the idea of paying up for Davis. I don't think he's the only stud on this slate, but he's probably the best, you know, upper Only team. superstar. Yeah, like, you know, it depends on what you classify like Drummond and Towns, but, you know, I, I think this is a good spot to pay up for Davis, but I also think this is a good spot to maybe save on like maybe a drum and Vooch combo instead of like a Davis, um, like a Davis Ubre or a Sexton combo. I'm just throwing out names in the 4k range that I remember, but you know, I, it'd be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, I expect Davis to be the highest owned player on the slate. If there's some, like, especially the Tyus Joan value, uh, gets in there like if rose gets ruled out then we could potentially see tyus jones davis being like 50 percent of lineups yep that combo would be very popular um 
I definitely like Drew in this spot, and then Randall, like you mentioned. Anytime Miritic is out, I'm going to have interest in Randall. Uh, not my favorite play of the day, but I do like this spot um, for him. He went for 53 fantasy points in the first meeting against Dallas. He crushed in that game. Uh, and then I don't hate uh, if we don't have any value um, open up here. Uh, I think like Miller has been playing really solid minutes with Miritic out. Would kind of expect him to continue to play 30-plus minutes. He doesn't do a lot with the minutes, but you know he, he's really cheap if we need some value. I don't mind targeting guys that are going to play around 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, especially if you want to game stack this game up. And, I mean, if Davis ends up going to the locker room, then Miller could, could crush again. I mean, there's like a 30% chance Davis goes to the locker room in any game. <laughs> All right, Dallas, um, high implied team total here for the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, they get a nice pace bump. Um, what are we looking at here on the Dallas side of things? I mean, this is a huge pace bump. I think Barnes is an all right play. Not super high on it. I'm not low on it. Like his price is about where it should be. Um, so I'm okay with it. I love Luca and I love DeAndre. Like the only problem DeAndre is more of a fantasy draft play. Um, but like Luca is quite possibly the best play on the entire slate. I'm assuming he's going to be chalky, right? In this type of matchup? I would think so. Yeah, especially if DSJ is out and maybe Berea. Um, yeah, like I, I love Luca. I'll play him no matter what. We probably won't get news on DSJ anyways. But him, I'm playing no matter what, and I'll I'll risk it on DeAndre. I still need to look into the last few times I played. I know last time DeAndre went against him, he just did horrible. Um, but I don't I don't see it happening again. So 6.4K with DeAndre's upside in this type of up-pace matchup, I'm fine with going with it. All right. Um, I don't really have much to add. If West, if Matthew sits, you could potentially play Finney Smith or maybe Brunson, but you know, you're obviously taking on the risks there. If Matthews and um, DSJ sit, I think Brunson will play 30 minutes um, at his under 4K price tag for what it's worth. Yeah, and he's a great guy to add on to a game stack. Denver at San Antonio, 213.5 total. San Antonio favored by three. Barton, Harris, Millsap all still out. Um, Pau Gasol out on the other side. Uh, let's start with Denver. What are we looking at here for Denver going up against San Antonio? I mean, the Joker's in play, but the problem is we have Voose, we have Cat, we have Drummond all in the same price range. I'm not playing Jokic. Yeah, it, it, it's a little tough. I know his usage has been there lately. and I mean, he has the potential to crush on any given night. I'll still play him a little bit. But I'm not overly excited about it. Um, Jamal Murray is maybe worth a tournament flyer, but I'm not horribly excited about it. Plumlee. Still cheap enough where he can crush his value, but this is not a good matchup. This is not some a place I really want to go here. So I'm probably staying way outside of a few just darts on Jamal and Jokic. Yeah, I don't mind taking maybe uh, some shots with Morris or Plumlee on the cheap side either. I think. They're okay. Um, dart type throws. Uh, the San Antonio side of things, you know, Denver has been a, a really good defensive team this season. Um, you know, first against shooting guards, which, you know, kind of scares me off of DeRozan. I think if I'm playing anybody from San Antonio, it's probably LaMarcus Aldridge, but I probably end up not playing anybody here from San Antonio. Yeah, I have no desire to play anyone on the San Antonio side. 
Yeah, that's where I'm at. I just don't see a matchup that I want to take advantage of in the spot. So, all right. Um, last game on the slate. Obviously, one of the best games on the slate. Kings, uh, Clippers, 236 and a half total. Clippers favored by five in this game. You know, Bagley's out. Sounds like the Clippers are pretty close to full strength. Uh, Clippers, highest implied team total on the slate. Um, and the Kings have the second highest implied team total in the same game. Let's start with the Kings. What are we looking at here uh, for San or Sacramento? Everyone. Every person. Yeah, Fox obviously has huge upside here. I mean, there's a pace up or there's a good pace game for the Sacramento side of the ball. Um, Buddy or Bogdanovich, either one could have a huge game. I think Willie Colley Stein might be the best play out of all of them. I mean, he did just have a pretty good game against New Orleans. There's another pace up game here. He could have a huge outing. I'm okay with his price. The problem is other centers that we have to play, but if you need someone in the mid-tier like him and him and Jordan are both fantastic plays. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty much anyone who's going to get minutes in this game is going to probably crush here. Yeah. Um, couldn't agree more with that. Like, you know, the other thing you got to remember here on the Sacramento side, like with Willie Cauley-Stein, if you're playing on fantasy draft, you could play, you know, multiple centers up to five if you really want to. Um, I don't mind taking a shot on like Buddy Heald. He's been shooting the ball well. We just got them talking about guys that are shooting well. Uh, I like the upside for Buddy Heald at 72. I think he's a guy that could go five, six, seven X here. So I definitely don't hate him. Yep. Um, You know, the Clippers side of things. I think this is a game or a slate that, you know, Tobias is one of your first guys in your lineups. Yeah, I wouldn't argue with that. I mean, he's just got the floor there. And in this type of matchup, he absolutely has a ceiling. I mean, he's priced at just 7.8K. Doesn't have a huge price bump, even though he's getting one of the best matchups on the entire slate. Um, one of the best matchups you can get in the league. So Harris is absolutely in play. I mean, as of that, Gallinari been crushing lately huge upside like with a 121 implied total i can go with any of the top four guys here like lou williams has been get, doing pretty well lately although he hasn't had a whole whole lot of minutes i mean he could still crush in limited minutes here at 6.6k in this type of matchup harold coming off the bench like he has been so up and down lately but his price tag has gone so far down and now gets this incredible matchup montrezl harold could potentially what seven eight x here like and all honesty are you gonna be surprised if he ends up with 40 no i wouldn't be i wouldn't be shocked if that happens he he's been like a guy that's played better with lou williams on the floor all season um you know we talk about using court iq to see who does better um but like you look at his stats this season harrell with williams actually he's benefiting when will williams is out there yeah yeah uh, Williams really cheap on FanDuel. Um, I noticed that a little while ago. Uh, he's like under 6K. Uh, I think he's 53 or 5,400. And, um, you know, he's gone for at least 30 fantasy points, 38 fantasy points in two of his last three starts since coming back. Um, so I, I definitely don't mind taking Lou Williams over there on FanDuel. Uh, I think he's a really solid player over there. Um, outside of that, unless like we get news that like, um, Bo- Boban's going to start, like, I'm just staying away from that whole center situation when it comes to the, uh, Clippers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty smart move unless like as soon as Boban gets ruled as the start of the net, it's, it's all systems go, but 
Unless we have that, then who who knows what's going to happen? It's just worth staying. You're going to lose a lot of money by trying to play the guessing game with that that spot yep. there. Couldn't agree more. Um, anything else on this game? No, no. I think I think that do, about does it. Just stack it up every which way and win money. Win Mooney. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here. It's been a long Christmas day, um, and trust me, I am definitely on that side of things where I am ready to go hit the hay. Um, all right, Grant, give me your game that you like for either over or under. Um, I'm going to go with the Phoenix-Orlando game to go over. I might go this game. Uh, maybe. We'll see. Um, give me the Detroit game to go over Washington, uh, Detroit game. I like it. Uh, favorite play under 5k to 7x. Oh gosh, I probably this should have tough. looked at this them. one's tough today. Like, I mean, you could roll the dice with like Tyus Jones. If that, that was that was gonna be my pick, I don't really have anyone else. <laughs> um, crooked, ah, gosh, I can't even say his name, so I'm not gonna go with him. Um, Kritchik? yeah, 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 I'll go with him. He, I, I definitely don't hate that call. Like, he's a guy, um, that can hit value, uh, or hit 7x. Kirkus, Kirkus, Kirks, Kirks, maybe. I don't know. Um, let's see here. I just, Tyus Jones, Belizia, maybe. I don't know. Seven X for him is tough. I mean, you can go with Garrett Temple. Yeah, I think it is Temple for me. Yeah, that was other guys think about. I don't love anybody. Like, I need some news today because I don't love any of these guys uh, with the news that we have right now. Uh, favorite play over eight K, not the not the five X. Who's your bust today? Ooh, gosh, let's see. Going Good Leonard. Luck. That's who I was gonna take. Yeah, that's that's the like literally yeah, I scrolled all the way up starting with the eight K guys. I didn't see a clear bust until I got to Leonard, and he's the third highest price guy. This is not an easy slate for you to find one. Yeah, like all these guys at the top are definitely in play. That's why we need some value to open up. Um who's gonna bust today? Give me I don't even know. Um, give me Blake, hoping that it's Drummond. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I don't love it. I think I think all these guys are in play. Like, and we talked about Fox and Luca and all those guys. Uh, give me your favorite six X play on the slate. Luca. Luca. Yeah, was it Street Fighter that he's like? Was that the game that, like, oh, man, I can't remember how it went. The Duka? Hadouken? Yes. Yeah. Every time I yeah, hear that, every time I, I think, think of Ryan Rocket. Street Fighter. Yeah. All right. Uh, my favorite 6X player, I already kind of said it. I love Tobias today. I think he's going to mash in this matchup against Sacramento. So he's my favorite 6X guy. Um, Grant, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Play over on Fantasy Draft because there are so many good centers to play. That is true. There are a bunch of them today. Drummond, um, Turner, Vooch, Towns, um, just some of my favorites. But yeah, this is a, it's a good slate. You know, Aiton. <laughs> There's so many good centers. So, 
Deadman, if Len and Collins get ruled out. I right, keep going, man. It's crazy. But anyway, <laughs> on that note, we're going to get out of here for this Wednesday. We'll be back uh, tomorrow with Chief Justice 06. Will talking NFL Week 17. Week 17, a lot of stuff to talk about football this week. It's going to be one of, a good podcast. Uh, we'll be back Friday talking basketball. Good luck in your contest tonight, and we'll see you guys again tomorrow. See you, guys.